on 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This this is Newstalk. The Cork Ironman is back on the front pages again today, uh, this time over the confusion over who said what about the race. So the Irish Daily Mirror, Ironman race failed safety check. The Irish Daily Mail, fatal swim race not sanctioned. And the Irish Examiner, Triathlon Ireland, refused to sanction Cork race. So about half eight yesterday evening, we got a statement in from Triathlon Ireland, which says that it told the race organisers of the Ironman event in Yall on Sunday that it was not possible to give the race the green light because of adverse conditions on the day. And as we now know, two men, Ivan Chittenden from Toronto and Canada and Meath native Brendan Wall, uh, died uh, during the race, the Board of Triathlon Ireland met last night, issued a statement. So it's the governing body for triathlons in Ireland. And uh, part of its job is to sanction for races to go ahead. And they say that due to adverse conditions on the day, Triathlon Ireland officials confirmed to the race organisers it was not possible to sanction the race. Now, the race organisers say that they assessed the water and that they did determine it to be safe, albeit that they shortened the uh, route because of some of the poor weather conditions. So uh, this is going to obviously all warrant a major investigation into who said what and when about the race going ahead or not, the swim part of the race going ahead or not. Uh, I know some people who knew people involved going, uh, taking part in the triathlon and apparently they were sharing photographs from very early in the morning of the sea conditions and, and saying they don't think it's going to go ahead or they were worried or concerned about it but the organisers felt that it was safe and they had uh, safety teams looking at the water. And I'm sure there will be questions about what is the insurance status if you're holding a race where the governing body says that you shouldn't hold it because of the weather. That's in all of the papers, including the Irish Examiner, which leads with it as its main story. Also on the front of the Examiner, universities have paid €850,000 for business class flights. Uh, This is for staff to jet off around the globe since travel resumed after the pandemic. Seven universities, which are publicly funded, have collectively spent almost €850,000 on business class flights since 2021. Uh, so obviously you would assume that universities would prioritise more sustainable ways of travel or cheaper ways of travel, but university staff have travelled on business class flights, luxury flights to the likes of Nairobi, Sydney, Philadelphia, Dallas, Toronto, Hong Kong and Zanzibar. Two top, sorry, sorry, some top class fares listed among the records include someone from a university flying Dublin to Brisbane via Dubai for €4,400. That's a big story on the front of the Irish Examiner. Front of the Irish Times says McGrath is pressuring the banks to raise rates for savers. This is the Finance Minister, Michael McGrath, putting pressure on banks to increase the rates they pay savers. And that pressure intensifying yesterday with Minister Michael McGrath saying he expects to see rate rises for depositors in the next few weeks. Now, I'm sure some of you are listening going, I wish 
I was able to be saving money in the bank and, you know, struggling with the cost of living crisis, wouldn't it be great? But if you do have a few quid in the bank, you're getting very little on it at the moment. But Michael McGrath saying that he expects banks to increase the rates for savers uh, imminently, I think was the word he used. Irish Independent, 4,300 children on waiting list for mental health support. More scandal to do with mental health. And uh, children in this country, more than 4,000 young people are on waiting lists for mental health services. And it's the south of the country. It's Cork and Kerry, worst hit. There are 4,361 people on waiting lists for CAMS. Uh, And of course, just last month, we had this big report from the Inspector of Mental Health Services telling parents that she couldn't provide an insurance to them that, uh, sorry, an assurance to them that their children have access to a safe, effective and evidence-based mental health service. And now they can't even get access to that uh, ineffective service because they're on waiting lists for mental health support, according to the Irish Independent. The Irish Sun has a big exclusive today. Tubbs gets UK TV offer. Ryan Tuberty has been contacted by a UK TV station for a potential new role. Now, it's not the BBC, it's not ITV, it's not Sky, it's GB News. There's not a hope in hell now that Ryan Tuberty is going to go to GB News. But apparently, uh, the exclusive in The Sun is that GB News got in touch with him a day after he was dumped by the state broadcaster. um, And uh, he was offered a job in England. They're calling it Rexit in the sun today. So he was approached by GB News for a gig. Uh, He won't be doing that. I would be very surprised if he did. But there is some interest across the water, albeit from GB News. The Irish Daily Star, who's afraid of the big blonde wolf? This was a mad story from yesterday. Uh, I only saw it yesterday afternoon. So there was all these rumours that there was a wolf that had escaped from Dublin Zoo. But now in the star, the owner of this wolf, which is actually a dog, has said that the dog, Blondie, is my best mate. He's no wolf. How it all happened was a video circulated on TikTok showing Blondie, gorgeous dog, a husky Alsatian cross, roaming around a housing estate. And then the caption on the TikTok video was, Wolf escapes from Dublin Zoo. A man can be heard saying that the wolf got out of Dublin Zoo earlier on. That's the wolf there. And the camera zooms in on the animal walking around the estate in Ballyfermot. The video went viral. Nearly a million people watched it. And then Dublin Zoo had to come out yesterday and say that none of its wolves have escaped from the zoo. So then the star got involved and tracked down the wolf, which is actually a dog called Blondie, which uh, lives at a halting site on the Kylemore Road in Dublin 12. And the owner, Joseph Berry, has given an interview with the star to say he's very, very friendly, a big softy, he's a pet and he's no wolf. In fairness to the people online, he does look a little bit like a wolf, but he's not. He's just a dog. And it's just amazing how that story got such legs yesterday. The Irish Times tells us Gardaí are not investigating any instances of fraud or theft after the Bank of Ireland ATM glitch. So you'll remember people were uh, taking out money that wasn't theirs from AIB after transferring it over, or sorry, from Bank of Ireland after transferring it over to Revolut. And then there was all this controversy over why Gardaí were manning the ATMs. And now Gardaí say uh, essentially they're viewing it as an entirely civil matter. You can read more about that in the Irish Times. Uh, But basically, we don't know how much money Bank of Ireland lost or was improperly withdrawn as a result. 
and there have been no criminal complaints by the bank to Gardaí. So the bank isn't going to the guards so far saying that there's been theft or fraud by customers. So it seems to be a civil matter. Irish Independent says top GAA pundits have been using the Sunday game to promote clothing brands uh, where they've deals with uh, without Ortiz's permission. So they're looking at some of the high profile commentators on the Sunday game and some of them do have lovely suits. You'll see this when you watch any of the matches. Uh, the suits have been given by menswear boutiques uh, and basically what they're saying is that you can see photos of the sports stars wearing the clothing on the Sunday game. Then the pictures are posted on social media with the stores named and a spokesperson for RT clarified that such brand deals had not been approved by the broadcaster. So a big investigation there in the Irish Independent. Finally, from the Sun, we have the funniest joke from the Edinburgh Fringe Festival revealed. And the winning gag, according to the Sun at Edinburgh, uh, was actually called Stupid by the comic who wrote it. So the uh, comedian is called Lorna Rose Treen. And the best joke from Edinburgh this year was, I started dating a zookeeper, but it turned out he was a cheetah. And she says that was a stupid joke, but obviously thrilled that she's won the best joke at Edinburgh. Uh, Some of the other jokes that have made the top list from Edinburgh, the most British thing I've ever heard, a lady who said, well, I'm sorry, but I don't apologise. Also, last year I had a great joke about inflation, but it's hardly worth it now. When women gossip, we get called bitchy. But when men do it, it's called a podcast. That's actually quite funny. Uh, Someone says, I thought I'd start off with a joke about the Titanic just to break the ice. And uh, I entered the How Not to Surrender competition and I won hands down. So I'm sure you're all choking on your cornflakes laughing at those. But they're the top jokes from Edinburgh this year. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This is Newstalk.